0: Congratulations, welcome to the 95th Oscars. We made it, you made it. Congratulations, I know that uh, being here tonight is a dream come true for most of the people in this room. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of it, especially this year when the world finally got out of the house to see the films you worked so hard to make the way you intended them to be seen in a theater. And I I also want to say that I am happy to see that Nicole Kidman has finally been released from that abandoned AMC, (laughs) where she has been held captive for almost two full years now. It's good to have you back, Nicole. And thank you for encouraging people who were already at the movie theater to go to the movie theater, (laughs) the movie that saved the movies. Everyone loved Top Gun, everybody. I mean, Tom Cruise with his shirt off in that beach football scene. El Ron Hubba Hubba, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Tom and James Cameron didn't show up tonight. The two guys who insisted we go to the theater didn't come to the theater.
1: It's the 95th Academy Awards. It's the 10th annual Mad About Movies Oscars postgame show. It's one of my favorite things we do every year. I hope it's yours as well, listener. So welcome, in. I'm Kent, joined by Brian and Richard. Richard's pulling up uh, late for us tonight. He's got to stay up late, get up early, do that whole thing. So, uh, you know, running on the low energy, but it's the Oscars time, you know? got it, man. Show must go on, man, right?
2: Yeah. Me and uh, Yermo did some tequila shots. I'm gonna, fu- I'm, you know, I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> well, James Jimmy Kimmel was back in the hosting chair for this one, and delivered the monologue that I think we all expected. Uh, the only slaps that occurred tonight was a uh, Rihanna's performance, guys. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
3: got him, Yahtzee. Perfect.
1: Uh, I thought it was a pretty standard uh, ceremony. My wife and I watching it together. I think midway through watching it, I turned to her and was like, "This is feel like going pretty smoothly, pretty efficiently. It mm-hmm. felt like it was well paced for a while. Uh, totally. They were they were getting along with it, not doing a ton of stop down type things, and uh, kind of get letting the show happen. So I appreciated if you're doing all 23 that. Twenty three awards, three forty is not bad. I mean, that seems stupid mm-hmm. to say, but mm-hmm. on not that note, what was your thought? Richard, we'll start with you on the overall structure this year of the Oscars. Do you feel like they got it right? Because every year we come on here saying, "Oh, they should have aired this award. They should have nixed this award." Yeah, uh, do you feel like they've gotten it right?
2: Yeah, I think definitely. I, I think they did a good job. I think the Kimmel, you know, I think those producers do a good job. His comedy style is kind of keeps it moving, which is great for this kind of show um he he is he's funny but he's just kind of joke, joke 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 which is great it kind of sets up the momentum of the show mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of sketch bits or like musical numbers or anything so it lends itself really well i like that they did every award because and i loved his joke about the movie community is really excited that we're doing every award, and the television community is really upset but <laughs> you know what we sat through all these movies so you can deal with it uh-huh. um that was really funny and, and good. I think yeah, that's great. I I I don't understand why they. I I know it's like time zones and stuff, but like we're in Central Time for those listening, so I'm going to use Central Time. Like you you feel free to start this at six thirty. It's Sunday, right? Like, right. I don't know why it has to have this. Like I know West Coast eight p.m. That's four thirty
1: thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's that stupid. East like coast. it's the prime time ratings thing. You know, trying to get those points for advertisers. But I mean, it's 2023. We're in the streaming world now. Like, does that matter that much? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we not just bump this? I'm not saying an hour, thirty minutes. And I know that starts at four thirty in LA, but that's also it starts at five in LA. So, what's the difference? Like, who cares?
1: Yeah, Brian. Any thing? thoughts on the overall structure? Thought it was for a great
3: show. Um, yeah. Overall, like Kimmel's great. He's he's perfect for this stuff. I think we were all on board with the concept of the. The hostless show, and then the three host thing, and that just like the execution of those things didn't work out. So I well. was not
2: on board. I'm pro host. Okay,
3: professional uh, host too. That's yeah. what's great yeah. about Kimmel. Profe- he's a yeah.
1: host for a living, yeah. so that's always nice.
3: Right. Right. At the very least, like it would I, have been cool I if kind Fallon
1: of of... and got out there and dumped some slime on the people. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: I think like I understood the concept of why they tried those things, but like it, I think the truth of it is just is the show runs smoother when you have somebody up there who really, truly understands the beats of, of hosting, of hosting a program like that. Like sometimes it's bad jokes and sometimes it's bad bits. And those are the things that kind of sabotage, you know, Neil Patrick Harris or, or Schumer or whoever else. Um, But also I think it just helps to have somebody who knows what they're doing just from a pure hosting standpoint. And Kimmel's, Kim might be the best at it. Honestly, I mean he he, yeah. it, the flow is perfect. He and and who I know he's not writing every joke and everything, but like he and whoever puts the jokes together, um, did a great job. I think of having like biting jokes with kind of dumb dad jokes. He also does just a great job of selling every joke. So even when yeah. it's a bad one, he had one or two. I can't remember. There was one in particular that I you could tell he knew this was a bad joke. Like it wasn't going to land. And he sold the not landing really well. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it just it fl- it flowed very well. I mean, it was it was a long, what do we end up with? Three over three hours, 45 minutes, something like that. Um, three and a half hours anyway. But it didn't feel over long to no. me. Like it felt like we we know now you can't you can't relegate some of these awards to to the pregame or whatever. I also thought felt like the commercial breaks were pretty short. And maybe the smartest thing was most of the awards they did, they did two or three at a time instead of yeah, ev- here's award break here's award break um
2: love that the, yeah
3: the montages were good I, I like having the montages back but it was smart to keep them to you know fifteen seconds or something for for each movie mm-hmm. there weren't any time wasting bits like he had that one audience work thing that he did with Malala and a couple years, but all of that. I yeah, but that
1: I was, was just, I was there just for the the dig at Matt Damon. <laughs> right. That. Yeah, that was the entire point of that.
3: I thought he was going to be in the bear. I really did. I did. Um, we were, were setting that up. when he was going to pop out of that bear, right? I, know. I thought it, it was. I thought it, that was what the bit was going to be. But regardless, the only reason they did that is because they had to set up stage for for Rihanna's performance, yeah. and so you had to take. So, like, I think that's a, that is a huge key. Don't do any stupid bits. Just do the awards. Have somebody up there who knows what he's doing. Get beautiful people for every single award like kudos yeah. to whoever selected the uh the the presenters yeah, like lots. every single person yeah every single person on stage today was one of the most beautiful people
2: in the world and also it, it
3: rolled it, it rolled at a pretty the,
2: good rate it, it especially on this oscars and you never know year to year what it's gonna be but like kimmel is maybe the most famous person in that room <laughs> for this mm-hmm. oscars right and mm. that's great i mean it's great that so many like emerging or less known people would win but like
1: no Pitt, no Clooney, yeah no cruise right
2: you know what i mean like there's some years where the best supporting actor is you know jack nicholson and there's some years where it's Kehu kwan you just have a have a professional host there just in case it it, that's great that's awesome that these kind of like not necessarily emerging but like less a-list celebrities are winning these awards because they're deserving performances but like at that kind of Oscars, you need to have a Kimmel more than ever because it's like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I know this guy. I see him every night. He's in the mm-hmm. news all the time." Because, Very true. You know, when like literally, Q rating wise of the big four acting awards, I mean Jamie Lee Curtis because of Activia might have the most the biggest recent mass audience appeal. You know, what I mean? because of Activia, that's about poop yogurt.
1: <laughs> I think because of, uh, you know, Halloween.
2: Right, but I'm just saying like yeah, the last couple years, but I'm saying pre-2018, she's the poop yogurt lady, which we all should want to be. And yeah, that's true. So I'm saying you need a, you need a kimmel for this I- awards, but some years you get lucky, you can probably pull off the no-host Oscars when it's just like a murderer's row of A-listers in the awards, but you know, you can't count on that.
1: There's a couple more things I want to get to about the ceremony before we'll get to the awards, recap our our thoughts whether they got it right or wrong. Of course, but just a little bit of changes with the Oscars, I mean, with the acting awards, how they did little montages instead of just doing a clip of uh, the awards. I thought that was mm-hmm. uh, different. What did you think about stopping down the, the Oscars to show a Little Mermaid trailer? That was ABC Disney ABC like flexing nine. their muscle on, hey, this is our show more than I've ever seen it, maybe. And they that compensated so that for, I think, putting that Warner Brothers tribute in there for 100 years mm-hmm. of Warner Brothers. Yeah. So it didn't look like full-on Disney hour or four hours, five hours or whatever it was. Like, man, this is a – throw Pedro Pascal in there for some Mandalorian. Yeah, it was a very, a very mm-hmm. ABC, Disney-heavy affair. Uh, that's to be expected. No tables this year. Back to the theater. Yeah. I don't know if that's a COVID thing. I don't know if yeah, people were a little ter- sauced up, and the slap problems. happened last year. They regretted that. I liked the marquees that had the uh, the names mm-hmm. of the the good state. presenters good state. and the winners up there. That looked like the old school marquees. I like that. I like the Kodak Theater and what they what they do with it. We are probably the the biggest, you know, the minority of the niche of the audience that this is aimed at like we are the audience that this is aimed at people like us who do these podcasts who listen to listen to these every day that that those types of people when I don't care about documentary short or animated short or I mean <laughs> this is me throw best editing in there I don't we don't need to air that one either
3: that one's I fine just think they, they just got so much flack for it last year that
1: it's fine there, there's
3: got to be a, there's an algorithm somewhere in there where they say the time that we that we're spending on this is worth X amount of, or that we're not spending on this is worth X amount of pushback, and we got more pushback than what we can. Okay, let's just go back to putting these all, all on the thing. I mean, it's fine. It it's ten extra minutes, you know.
1: I guess that that to me is where the show drags. I liked how they combined best sound games? mixing and best sound editing though into yeah, just you don't best have sound to explain now. It anymore, so we don't right, want to explain so. it. Don't get to explain it. What do you mean? I wish have we could to? add Hugh Grant and Andy
2: McDowell do that one instead of production design. That's true. So we can explain it to Hugh Grant. By the way, how late into the night did it get until Hugh Grant hit on Andy McDowell's hot daughters? <laughs> you think he let it get to, I think he's letting it get to 10 or 930?
3: I, I, I aspire to not care as much as that guy does not care. It is,
2: it's impressive.
3: Did it you see impressive. his red carpet? I caught just the very, oh, yeah. of yeah. When he was I like, heard oh, he was I have like,
1: no idea. Like, what was your favorite movie? Oh, I didn't see any of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolute God status, man. That guy's the goat. They should let him host next year with no script. <laughs> yeah. Just talk like, about here's the 14 categories. Figure it out, Hugh. And just let him stammer and like insult
1: everyone accidentally. It'd be the best Oscars ever. I'm in. Okay. Let's get to the awards here, Brian. I th- I think in, to, in the the
3: interest of uh, time, we should. Do you want to just do like the 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 biggest one? So we're saying some I mean, of these aren't
1: aren't
2: necessary. Is what we're saying?
3: <laughs> I mean, if you want to go three and a half Let's hours, start with right? the biggest right. one,
1: international feature. Go. Okay, <laughs> it's ten extra minutes, Brian. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um screenplay I, awards uh yeah. the original screenplay went to everything everywhere all at once and adapted screenplay. i think in a surprise went to women talking yeah uh, that was that was it, at that point it had been building towards this is all quiet on the western front versus everything everywhere all at once for for best picture and then uh you get that back-to-back, back and it was like, oh, okay, so this is definitely Everything Everywhere All At Once is going to win Best Picture because that just, uh, Women Talking just snuck in and took uh, All Quiet on the Western Fronts, but uh, yeah, any thoughts on, on those, the the uh, screenwriting awards, Richard?
2: Man, that Banshee screenplay is pretty awesome.
1: Incredible. Yeah, so good. Watched it again today, this morning. Yeah, yeah, so good.
2: The momentum of that, I mean, I think we kind of knew that one on Original would be Everything Everywhere All At Once, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like aghast, but man, that one I could see that aging. I I think everything, everywhere at once will age great as a as a best picture nominee or pardon mm-hmm. me winner. But I can see <gasps> <play>. spoilers. <gasps> just <Pardon> kidding me. <laughs> just all kidding. the people listening to this without having seen it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, on the adapted, I don't know. it Just should have been Top Gun. That one line where they're like Tom Cruise is like. <laughs> That was pretty sick in the screen. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just for the intro of his character alone, maybe. The, the yeah. most MacGruber scene in the movie.
2: Uh, <laughs> probably deserved a- That's hilarious that that was nominated for a screenplay. I mean, yeah. it should have been nominated for every other award, including the acting awards. It's a shame. Yeah. But screenplay is absolutely hilarious that it got that one. <laughs> it that is. Is, that, that is, is not a movie that exists on paper yeah. whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing about every, Everything Everywhere, and obviously you had a great night. Did really well. Won basically every award it was up for, I think. I thought it was too weird for the Academy. So I didn't pick it for a lot of awards. Uh, Some bigger ones I did. But, you know, awards like original screenplay. I just thought, how is this going to translate onto a page? Apparently Mm -hmm. great. Yeah, Because I I knew Banshee's, uh, you know, movies like Women Talking would translate well onto Mm -hmm. the page. Mm -hmm. I didn't know uh, about that one. Obviously the Academy loved everything everywhere. I didn't predict that at all. Yeah.
3: Hot dog fingers are in. Yeah. It's not
1: just that. I mean, there's a lot in that movie. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis's entire character. We'll get there. But like, that is an incredible win. Never would have predicted that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was rolling at that point too. Yeah. I, Martin McDonough, I feel like in, in 50 years, we're going to, look back and it's gonna. I think it's going to be similar to almost like Gary Oldman. where are like, gosh, that guy has been so great in so many movies and he has one Oscar. Okay. Well, I think that's going to be the same with McDonough's.
1: Um, was was it too Irish? Because he, know, three billboards I, I won everything. I mean, I love that guy. I
3: think he's, I think he's incredible. I think he might be the best writer in, in the business. And that was, I think that was probably his best script. And I, I mean, good gracious. Uh, it's such, a, it's such a good script. I yeah. So funny. I was, I oh was my surprised gosh. by... I, I think it feels like Banshee's this year is the... There's always a victim of the the ridiculously long um, yeah. campaign season. And for whatever reason, it feels like Banshee's is the one this year that, that caught the, the short end of the stick on that. Because uh, it gets shut out. And I think... Like... I think if this is if the Oscars uh if the award ceremony is like January twelfth or something, it feels like there's a pretty decent chance it has several awards tonight instead of zero. But but maybe not. I don't know. But
1: I don't know. that is a that's a weird one to me that, that it came up basically empty handed.
2: There's something too about I'm mean, I'm curious how this affects the business now because we are now you know, whatever I don't, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but something like three out of the last four years, or four out of the last five, or something, where the movie that really dominated the night, whether that be winning Best Picture or a lot of awards throughout the night, came out in like May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a new thing. Yeah, I mean that yeah. happens. Every I feel few like years. it was earlier than May, wasn't it? it? it wasn't was March. it March? It was yeah, March. March. Yeah, March. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, right this know, time last year, it used to be, save for a really, really you know, an exception every seven years or something, you had mm-hmm. to be in that fall release window. Mm-hmm. And so now mm-hmm. you wonder how do these studios adjust to that and start right. maybe really saying, you know what, whatever, who cares?
3: It would be good. I mean, we would love that. I would yeah. love that. Uh, Cause I would love to spread out some of these movies
2: and not, and I mean, interesting to see how that affects because sometimes things get nominated, I think, because of that. You know, people are looking at it through the lens of this is a movie to be considered for awards and thus they Mm -hmm. consider it. And if it's mildly good, they go, yeah, I'm going to give it that. But if that just comes out in May, Mm -hmm. they're not looking at it through that lens. Does it, does it still get it? And then maybe that opens it up to more other movies that are great that also come out other times of the year. Right.
3: The flip side of that is you, there are so many movies that are competing for your, your attention during that time that you, you know. I think every year there's probably a movie or two that you can say, yeah, if that comes out in August, uh it's not getting award nominations right now and and then you can look at a couple of movies and say, man, if that would have come out in in August, it might have had a chance, it might have had a chance at some some uh time for people to see it and uh and get it in for for nominations and stuff. But yeah, weird this uh our buddy Sean put this in the Discord tonight. Thirty-six combined nominations for Banshees, Tar, Fableman's, Top Gun Maverick, and Elvis, and they got they got one win between wow. all those movies. So it was not a night that spread the love around much at all. You know, it was it was a lot of all quiet and uh, and everything everywhere all at once. But uh, anyway, Banshees, Banshees would have been. I I think the script for Everything Everywhere is great, but Banshees would have been my pick here. Um, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Visual effects, the winner was Avatar, The Way of Water. I don't think that was a huge surprise. Uh, I'm
1: just going to rattle off a few of these and if you guys want to jump in at any point. I want to jump in right now on Bigger Loser of the Night, Avatar or Top Gun Maverick. Um, Because I thought both of them obviously had a huge conglomerate of people wanting them to win everything, Best Picture, all that, maybe the two most popular movies of the year. And I think the each one won thing. Best sound and best visual effects. Yep. The only yep. multiple
2: winners were everything with seven, Western Front with four, and The Whale with two. Mm. Everything else just won one. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: It's crazy. I'm going to um, say I, Avatar, yeah. bigger loser.
3: Yeah. I, get, I mean, Either I'm it? a little Tom surprised the Top Gun didn't, didn't get more, up, so I guess. You got to
2: show up yeah. to get your award, man. That's true. That's true. Kimmel that was, was a great one by Kimmel. It was a good bit. Yeah. The two guys that say we always have to go to the theater are not at the theater.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's good stuff.
3: Uh, sound now one category can't. It went to Top Gun Maverick. Felt like that was a an easy win.
1: There. That one to me when I was filling out my ballot was such a toss up between All Quiet and the Western Front and Top Gun. Yeah, I went true. with Top Gun just because of the jets and the. I don't know. I just went with my instincts. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They
2: just took That's a um, podcast mic and put it up to a jet. That's <laughs> all they got the sound. Wow. Got a road pad podcaster up
3: there. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was perfect. Yeah, production design. All Quiet on the Western Front. Over such films as Avatar, Babylon, Elvis, Fablemans.
1: Uh, all Quiet. On I the think Western I picked a really well Babylon for this one. I thought it might have a chance at a. Uh original score, production design, you know, costume, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. wasn't the case.
3: Babylon um did not do well. Did not do well tonight or <laughs> with anything else.
2: Um <laughs> me a ton of money though, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Also a
3: money. good Kimmel joke. I don't know if you were in yet for that, Richard, but <laughs> Kimmel said the other one of the other differences between movies and TV is that the movies you can lose 100 million dollars and still be here like What's, where's the babylon table oh, it was pretty it was pretty rough it was a good bit um music original song went to natu natu from rrr had the best uh one of the better moments of the night too with the the dance number and the tollywood thing it was awesome yeah. it was a cool thing uh that was what did you guys think about having the the songs in the uh, in in the show it feels like that's the debate every single year I just think
2: man be. I'm as totally long as I Rihanna is with,
1: doing a, a song, we're good. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's the thing. When it's that, Rihanna and Lady Gaga, you, you have them perform. And when it's like Richard, Brian, and Kent's folk trio, <laughs> you just say, guys, we're going to give this money, this, this time to some speeches this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, the, I am totally fine with them making that a year to year call. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a television show. Yeah. And if you have a chance to put Lady Gaga or Rihanna on television, I think that's a great thing to do. But if it's not, If it's Santana and Rob Thomas are nominated (laughs) for whatever reason, then, you know, you just say, guys, hope you win, but we're going to, Jimmy's got six more jokes he wants to tell
1: and we're going to do that. And that's the Rob Thomas biopic. Yeah. uh, Mad season is so good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Need that as a Broadway musical. Um... (laughs) That's surprising he hasn't done, there's not a jukebox Rob Thomas musical yet. Yeah. Yeah, We should write it. Thomas (laughs)
1: Thomas <laughs> musical? It's, a hot one. it's a hot one I was gonna say biopic but let's go full musical yeah
2: yeah jukebox you know the stuff <laughs> tourists go see it's mm-hmm. actually you're like what theater is it in on Broadway and you're like it's actually playing in the M&M store <laughs> you can just two birds it you go into the M&M store it's actually at M&M the little merch, stage in the waiting area of the Red one Lobster yeah. Yeah. well it's a hot one and then you just enjoy
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of, uh, I'm dead yeah that was it was overall not a not a overall strong year for original songs I would say yeah it wasn't a the shallow that great? but the, the yeah.
2: stars were so just let them yeah. sing sure
3: yeah that, that's that song's great and it was cool to see the performance I think that was a highlight of the night Rihanna was great always look Lady Gaga's great that was terrible it was a terrible performance and the, um, the staging where it felt like the cameraman's entire job was to get inside of Lady Gaga's. Nose. Oh,
1: Gaga's performance. I thought she yeah. sounded awesome, but I, I oh, hated I it the, sounded, I hated the, yeah. I hated the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Zoom in on the My face. My sound thing was good was too,
0: Brian. I thought bad. she sounded cool. great. All right. Yeah. I no, I'm I'm not, did not disagree with you. I just, I'm surprised. But yeah,
2: it was super. Yeah. She looked like she was cleaning out the garage. Yeah.
3: It was a rough, it was a
1: rough time. Yeah, David yeah. Byrne needs to retire the Britney Spears mic. Bit that was awful too. ASAP, yeah. God, yeah. please stop, dude. I love you. I love the Talking Heads, but but stop it. Yeah, that was a tough one.
3: Um, music original score. Also, this one went to All Quiet on the Western Front uh, over Babylon, Banshees, everything,
2: everywhere, and Fablemans. Great tweet uh, on that someone had, but I thought it was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: I love that score. I thought it was one of the best scores uh, I've heard in a long time. At least in terms of uh, effective within the movie. Like It really drove that movie pretty perfectly, I felt like. Agreed. Makeup and hairstyling went to The Whale. Apparently, this is all digital. I didn't know that. Um, I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been a little uproar over that. But maybe I misunderstood what the... The concept was also I hated that movie. So there's that Uh <laughs> international feature film. Surprisingly went to all quiet on the Western front editing everything everywhere all at once. That one felt like a, a Banshees or Top Gun Maverick spot as well, but I guess not. Let's see. What am I missing here? Besides the big ones. It did sound. We did visual effects. I guess Animated. We- yeah, we can do Animated. Animated was... This was a good year. This is a good year for for animated films. Um, and it was a bad year for Disney-Pixar. So it's an interesting interesting combo of those two things. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio won over Marcella Shell with Shoes On. Puss in Boots, Last Wish, The Sea Beast, which I never got around to, and Turning Red. So Pixar got kind of the obligatory spot there, but... I thought Pinocchio, Marcella Shell, and, and Puss in Boots 2 were all pretty great like bunched up they were all right at the tail end of my top 10 for this year but uh Pinocchio just from an mm, animation achievement standpoint I mean I totally get why Pinocchio ends up yeah. being yeah. the the winner there but uh I got the 2
1: for it's got, it's got stop motion great. and Guillermo so yeah Academy's going to you to lean that way is so funny the producer was up there giving the acceptance speech and Guillermo was standing behind behind him. And I turned to my wife and I said, animation is cinema. And then <laughs> Guillermo walked up. The first words out of his mouth was animation is cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it was very weird. It's good. He's a funny dude, man. Oh, he's yeah. he's a treasure. That's love cool. that guy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't always love his movies. I loved Pinocchio. I thought it was pretty great.
1: I love Guillermo talking about movies, making movies. Yeah. I don't always love his aesthetics and stuff, yeah. but mm-hmm. put him as like a DVD commentary track on everything. I love mm-hmm. I love yeah. his perspective.
3: Yeah. Especially when it's about fish sex. You were saying offline. Yeah, you're always they, on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. you said it before
2: that movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. You were just like yeah. Uh, yeah. Were watching, how, we were guys, hanging out watching Panzer out
1: and you like I want to hear this. Bias is fast. it? That Shape of Water can win Best Picture, and Way of Water, just <laughs> zero awards. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and there's Hollywood hates f- Way, way more fish shacks than Way of Water, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Yeah, but it's not as sexy. Uh, I disagree.
3: <laughs> Let's pull up Kit's Plex stats real <laughs> fast. Uh.
1: I could make a really uh, bad <laughs> joke, say, but Brian, go ahead uh, and go on to the next award.
3: Costume design. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think this is where you probably knew Elvis is is uh getting shut out. Like Elvis is in trouble uh once once we'd run off a few L's in a row here. So uh but I I thought the costume design of Black Panther was great, but I also get a check every month from Bob Iger. So uh, you know, what do I what do I know on that front? All right. By the way, there's no way Mrs. Harris goes to Paris' is a real movie. No way that actually came out. Um but Babylon could have won there as well. That was a tight race. Cinematography, all quiet on the Western front, triumphs over Elvis, Empire of Light, which no one saw, Tar, and Bardo, which literally no one saw. So weird year for cinematography. I am don't totally get how Top Gun's not in this, but th- but that's just me. Totally. Empire
1: of Light, the obligatory Roger Deakins nomination. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, the the best movies this year weren't nominated uh for- uh, for cinematography, in my opinion. And Deacon's so. had that
2: great line about Batman, and he's so mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that definitely should have be been.
3: Okay, let's get into uh, the acting and directing and best picture stuff here. Go, Let's go with supporting. Back to back, we get uh, Jamie Lee Curtis for everything, everywhere, all at once. And K. Hui excuse me, for uh, best supporting actor, also for everything, everywhere, all at once. The energy was a little... <laughs> I don't know. I think everybody... Everybody was was rooting for for K K Hui K, Huan. Gosh, sorry. Um, yeah, that was like I mean, his speech was great. Yeah. Everybody was standing standing ovation. You know, that's like the second award I think they gave out. Standing ovation. Everybody's going nuts. Awesome time. And then. <laughs> And then Jamie Lee Curtis won, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, I'm not sure you're quite as loved right now. So it was a strange, it was a strange back to back. But that, in hindsight, we should have known at that point. Okay, everything everywhere is winning everything because I'm not sure that Jamie Lee Curtis was the best supporting actress role in her own movie. Um, it's good to see but, Chris
2: Guest though. Yeah, it
3: was make a movie, bud. Try <laughs> try again, I would say, for once. But uh, all right, what what do we think about the these back to back wins
1: when Kei Kwan won? His speech just tore me apart. It was so it was good. awesome. just it was incredible. balled yeah. my eyes out. It was just so everything you want a speech to be in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. you know, just the right person winning the award. and I wonder how the academy votes. I really do what they think, and I think everyone that voted thought Barry Keoghan is probably going to be here again. Brendan Gleason is probably gonna be here again. Judd Hirsch has been here, right? K Kwan, this is his year. He's this is his year. Give it to him. And if anyone had won it other than him, it would have felt odd, to be mm. honest with you. Although there were some incredible performances in this category.
3: Yeah. yeah. This is always like one of the toughest categories to, to pick a winner from and, and to to pare down to, to the top five. This one felt like it was it was just such a runaway for sure thing and look i love that i i love movie stars and uh and in blackbuster movies and and being able to depend on this actor is going to be great pretty much in every movie i see him in but i i mean i really love when somebody has just worked at and stuck with their their craft for so long without without much acclaim and without as many opportunities and and uh so is this was this has been really cool, not just tonight, but like this whole year of everything that that has happened um for him and the and and the i don't know like the earnestness and enthusiasm that he brings to the to the stage and seems really truly genuinely thankful for for all of this and uh and it's cool it's just really cool to see somebody bring that kind of energy it's um, to this to the stage and and to to his performance and whatnot
1: it's just such an interesting i don't know situation because I mean here's a guy who was in some of the biggest movies of all time when he started right. acting, right yeah. broke into the games, like wow, Steven Spielberg movies and doing you know he's immediately famous, all this stuff, probably loved acting, did love acting, wanted to keep mm-hmm. doing it, and then the the calls just stopped coming right. And what he was telling about his wife saying, don't worry, stick to it. Your time will come again. It was just heartbreaking to me. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. the best, like happy tears type (laughs) and heartbreaking, you know, like, oh my gosh, they just, just stick with your passion. Basically, if you enjoy doing something, keep, keep doing it. And I felt the same way when Brendan Fraser gave his speech and here's a guy who loved doing what he did and the, the world turned their back on him. Right. And here he is again you know getting his moment and so i think just that was beautiful
3: yeah any thoughts richard on supporting for actor or actress
2: i loved his win yeah you're right jamie lee i would have gone uh probably two other actresses and that thing above her maybe four more maybe 10 more i don't know mm-hmm. but i like her i mean it's one of those where you go okay in the macro it's cool she has an oscar because she's done a lot of fun mm-hmm. work but yeah when I watched that movie, I had—if you had quartered me outside the, the theater when we went and see that to see that and said, in one year Jamie Lee Curtis will have an Oscar for that performance—I would have said the Oscars aren't for another year. Jeez, why are they having them in March? That's stupid. But then I would have said, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: it would have been definitely would have been Angela Bassett or or Carrie Condon for me. Same. um And then within that movie, Stephanie's too, But you know it, it wasn't that i thought she i I thought she was really it was a fun and interesting character it's just it's a it's a bit of for me this is the only win that that everything everywhere got on the night where i was like eh, i'm not totally I'm not totally sold on that but it's fine it's it wasn't i didn't think it was like completely it would it, it wasn't like if if to armis had one best actress right. or something you know or like hey hold on what that was actually terrible um actress in a leading role I just mentioned so we'll go there. Uh, Michelle Yao wins for everything everywhere all at once over Kate Blanchett, who was really building some steam. I was starting to think it felt like Michelle Yao's for for the last like nine months and then over the last couple of weeks I was like, oh I don't know I think I think Kate's Kate's building to a win here and then the also ran of of Anna de Armas uh, Andrea Riseborough, for a movie I still haven't seen that 10 second clip. Worst worst West Texas accent I've ever heard in my life. I don't. That was strange. That was a strange bit. And uh, Michelle Williams for Fablemans. Uh, Michelle Yao can't. She's the winner here.
1: Yeah, I I thought it could have gone either way, Kate, Kate or Michelle. But once the night was going the way it was, there was no way Mm -hmm. uh, Michelle Yao wasn't gonna win that one. So Mm -hmm. that that's Mm -hmm. the way it went, and well deserved.
3: Actor in a leading role goes to Brendan Fraser. For the whale over Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, Banshees, Paul Mescal, After Sun, and Bill Nighy, living a movie that does not exist, and I refuse to believe actually exists. Uh, <laughs> although I love Bill Nighy, he's always great, but there's no way that's a real movie. Okay,
2: Uh Brennan Fraser, Richard, thoughts. I like you. Um, did not care for that film particularly. Uh-huh. I, I do think there's merit to his performance in it, though. I think sure. he was very good. I was perfectly fine with him being nominated. It's good to have him back as someone that I think for our generation was not quite movie star, but certainly movie star adjacent, and he seems like a very lovely fella. So that's fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't like that movie winning. It's more about that movie winning any Oscars because it's mm-hmm. just so like obvious and. I royally cliche and cringy his speech was pretty gringy too so he he stuck with the brand there but yeah happy for the guy i know he's gone through some stuff over the last 10 years and so uh-huh. that's great that the that he got through it not that it happened and right. and uh yeah yeah but i probably would have gone i don't know i probably would have gone feral yeah will, will Farrell. <laughs> yes, for the um Ryan Reynolds criticism. For
1: spirited. Yeah. For spirited. A write in vote. Right
2: in vote. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> or for the bewitched.
3: Outside, outside the <laughs> theater. Bring back the bewitched vote. Banging a drum and waving. The was a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Farrell. No, no. Awful. Awful! I
2: I'm, I I'm hated Banshee. It was a terrible movie. But have you no seen Irish. *Spirited*? So Irish! Yeah. It's <laughs> Spirit it's incredible. It's fifty-one minutes of genius. Oh, Gosh, yeah. It's finally, um, someone made a Christmas Carol. Crying. They did their own. Finally, they their own version. Finally, threw someone to Charles Dickens. Justice. <laughs> I've never For seen anyone adapt years. it. Finally.
3: <laughs> but this one you don't get it this one has musicals. Right. So so um, yeah,
2: yeah i and, and by the way no one in it can sing
1: and that's a brave choice <laughs> anyone can make a there was a very funny i i think i think wasn't the whale supposed to be directed by david lynch with james corden Starring in it. Oh my God. God, I hope so. Jeez. Somebody tweeted, like, oh. now playing oh. in, in a multiverse oh, near Lord. you, the worst movie of all time, you know, something like that. <laughs> Which is a great bit. But oh my gosh, I think Batman man. Shane summed it up when he was on here a few weeks ago. When We were talking nominations, I believe, saying people talk about this performance like Brendan Fraser single handedly invented acting. So I think that's all you have to say. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's 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 a tough one because I'm rooting for Brendan. Um, I hate I really dislike that movie quite a bit. And a lot of it is the the Aronofsky effect. Um, I know that. But it looked like a Best Picture nominee from like 2002 that 30 Rock would make fun of later. Like it it, it was it was painful. So it's a weird it's a weird place to be because I'm like I'm I'm happy that he's that he's coming back and that he has found success and all this sort of stuff, but also have to acknowledge, I hate this movie. I didn't think that performance was, was quite nearly as good as Colin Farrell's. And also that it, while acknowledging that like anxiety and stress are real things, uh, that people have to deal with. And the press tour has been been pretty cringy And the, the whale puns was, was a tough sell tonight for me. So, mm-hmm. But uh okay. He got he, he got it and 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 uh and good on him. Um I don't know how Colin Farrell doesn't have forty Oscars at this point, but I guess we'll just keep we'll just keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> just keep waiting. Directing, we got two more and we can get out of here. Directing uh went, ended up going to the Daniels for everything everywhere all at once over Martin McDonough, uh Steven Spielberg, Todd Field, and Ruben Oastland for Triangle of Sadness at this point it just felt like a kind of a given that it's just going to, it's going to get every award that that it can get at that point. I felt like, um, and they deserve, there's a, there's a very well directed movie that did great stuff. I'm not, I love that movie. I'm not against it at all. It just, it, it was kind of anticlimactic when you see when they got that, it's like, okay, this is, this is for sure over. There's nothing, there's nothing else that's going
1: to happen. Yeah, man, this is, an interesting one because this is where I thought the the night could go either way. I, th- I thought we could have a, a a ceremony that one movie could sweep all the the acting awards but not win best picture or best director. I really felt that way. I thought I felt maybe all the Banshees people would win the acting awards, but everything everywhere could win best picture or vice versa. I really felt that mm-hmm. way. But but mm-hmm. to your point, when the Daniels won. Uh, best uh, director it was clearly their night but i was like man if spielberg wins this this could throw a wrench in in best picture or you know martin mcdonough somebody like that i honestly felt when i was filling he out my ballot like G-G. man G-G. this this really could be a year that not one movie sweeps but we could just have a a i don't know just a random awards or random movies winning random awards and maybe it's not one movie's night and mm-hmm. but it ended up being the opposite of that <laughs>
3: Yeah, I tend to lean towards kind of spread the awards around, but that's it's easy to I don't know it's easy to do that as from a nominating standpoint or a but you know whatever it it, it, I I I think I tend to like the shows a little better where there are several movies that pick up multiple Oscars instead of one or two that win everything, but you know you got to go with what. Gonna go with what you, what you think is best, but there, like, there were like four movies this year that were that were top of the tops to I me. Mean, I couldn't get upset about any of them, and and everything, everywhere, uh, all at once was was in that category for me. So, um, it's it's easy to to uh, accept that one for me because it ends up it ends up winning Best Picture sort again sort of anticlimactic. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness. And women talking were the other nominees, but by that point we were all pretty dang sure that uh, that everything, everywhere, all at once was going to be the winner, and it was. Although it would have been a really funny time to be like, oh, and best picture is Triangle of Sadness after everything, everywhere got every all of the awards all night long would have been a fun bit, but that's why we're not in charge, you know. That's we maybe we would have done a bit, but uh.
1: when it came to some of the technical awards, though, I, I really felt like All Quiet on the Western Front had a a chance at Best Picture at the end, yeah, well, because it I, I, wasn't even nominated for Best Director, and that might have just been yeah an Affleck situation.
3: Once, once, um, it had picked up script, cinematography, and cinematography. It won so yeah. much. Well, once, once everything everywhere all at once got script and then, yes, and then directing, I was like, okay, this is this is over. When when it won script and Women Talking won the adapted script screenplay, I was like, all right, this is this is probably over at this mm. point. Uh, but there was still a part of me that thought there's a chance that Top Gun Maverick ends up coming in and taking this because everybody saw and loved that movie. It just has such a ridiculously high Q rating that, with the way that their their voting system works for the Oscars, um, that it may have ended up winning. You know, one of those kind of weird ranked tier. But voting things but uh anyway
1: uh but when harrison ford walked out you knew it was everything everywhere i did we're setting up for that K. Hugh kwan yeah, harrison ford true. moment
3: that's true yeah they should have had him do um supporting actors since that was the mo- i mean i know you, usually it's how they do that but mm-hmm. that was such a that was such a given that was no that was probably the award of the night that it was just like there's no chance that anyone else is winning that. so uh, it would have been fun to have them, but I saw them reunite in the crowd and get a big hug and stuff. I love their, their little friendship that has been uh, reunited lately. It's been cool. It's been cool to see that. But yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once—the first movie in Oscars history that features hot dog fingers to win Best Picture. So can't ever, we'll never be able to take. Did that you away. see Amadeus? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, the director's you didn't. cut. You're you right. did not. Right.
3: Yeah, it's That's apparent. Right. Good point <laughs> it's a weird movie to win best picture but i love it i'm i'm th- I'm thrilled for it it's good to me it is a good thing to have movies like that win best picture and win a bunch of awards and kind of at least to me it feels like a i know this is a year-by-year basis and probably something that's super basic oscar will win next year but it at least gives the impression of we don't have to just we don't just have to have the same exact kind of movie every time that wins best picture. That's and,
1: a great and, point. That's a great yeah, point. Wins different stuff. Some outliers have won the past few years. It feels like in terms of mainstream movies. Yeah. And it feels like maybe that is a step in the right direction. Great win for a 24. I know they pushed mm-hmm. this one really hard. It came out last March. So they've been pushing it for basically a year yeah. straight and it's paid off for them. So I think it's a win for indie studios and, and smaller, smaller movies. For sure. I'm only disappointed I didn't get to see All Quiet on the Western Front in a theater.
3: Yeah, that would have been it's, cool.
1: It, it just it was cemented to me watching this ceremony. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, I really, really would have been a great one to see in a in a dark theater, big screen. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's the world we live in. But
3: that was it. Good stuff. A little anticlimactic ceremony, I eating, but that's okay. Yeah, good ceremony. I thought they did a good job with it.
2: Production was Boring good. The staging was
3: good. Though. Bad, I will say. <laughs>
2: Could could have killed it. This is maybe the worst slate of movies that we've done in ten years of doing this, right?
3: I mean, throwing out twenty twenty. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'd have to go back and and think about it. Uh, The year Green Book one was pretty rough, but Green Book one, which is a masterpiece, so (laughs) go ahead, continue next point. Yeah, yeah. Finally, got a fairly. I'd have to to think about it. I'd have to go back and, and think.
2: I liked this year quite a bit. Um. I just don't think the death was there. The top end's great. Like everything everywhere's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Western Front's great. But I just feel like the like sixth best movies of the year were really bad this year. Mm. We're non-competitive, I should say. Not bad. They were good. But there was never a threat. But that's somehow sometimes how it is. Yeah, that's true.
1: All right. There it is. There's the annual Oscars post game show. We get it out as quickly as we can for you so that you can digest it and move on to the next year. 2023 is upon us. We got movie draft coming up, part of the movie draft anyway. So I got to get to uh, finishing my Fifty Shades of, of Gray books, and then move on to the movies mm-hmm. before I can yeah. watch the movie. You know, I got to do all my due up. diligence.
2: You're all guys. horned up all the time. Too. And
1: I have, let's just say, there's a uh, adult novelty store that is tired of seeing me.
2: Classic <laughs> kid.
1: You in a nutshell, homie. But anyway, we'll see you next time at the Cinema.